Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refills. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, and radio network. What do we have in store for you on this edition of the program? A little concussion cause and effect. As the NFL Players Association says, we're good to go. We know what we want to do now. It's our right, collectively bargained, to alter this. Now it's up to you, National Football League, to implement some new concussion rules. The NFL says, hold on here a minute. Let's look at this a little bit more. NFL players want it done this weekend. NFL says, hold on. What's going on here? So we're going to look at that. Also, a little baseball bump and grind. No, not that type of bump and grind. Baseball, postseason more interest uh you have aaron judge breaking a hollowed record well american league record but the grind comes to a halt when it comes to attendance at least during the regular season fewer people watch baseball games now than did in 2019 can't go back the last two years because of covid but go back a couple years 2019 the last full major league season right in terms of attendance consumption this year was last year wasn't 2020 wasn't Minor League Baseball attendance down 25%. Why that's not a big deal, but why Major League Baseball attendance down 6% is. So we're going to spend a little time on that and tell you what the issue is and how baseball navigates that. And also, how about this? Pac-12 doesn't get a deal done with ESPN, doesn't get a deal done with Fox. Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal. Didn't get one done in time. Why? (laughs) The networks are smart to stay away from the Pac-12. Harpon Sports, the bar. We said podcast, media, audio, radio network, consumption at Harpon Sports Twitter, at Harpon Sports Instagram, Harpon Sports Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harpon Sports YouTube channel, The Bar, Harpon Sports Facebook page, and of course, HarponSports.com. All right, let's start off with this. A uh, little, it's the concussion thing, right? And Tua, Tunga Viola, and what happened, and then the Colts Broncos game gives us another scary moment. And the players want something done. Good. Good. Good for the Players Association on this. Now that they want the NFL to implement it, the NFL's like, hold on. Let us look at this first. What do you mean? I'm okay with the NFL dragging their feet on this a bit. Why? Do you think for one second the NFL is going to let somebody go out there that's dinged up this weekend? No way. The minute anybody even looks so much, there's so much of a spotlight on this right now. The fact the NFL doesn't want the Players Association to tell them what to do. This is just haggling more than anything else. You can't haggle with somebody's brain. I get it. But come on. Doctor's on a high alert. Doctor got fired in Miami because of this. So anybody that shows any sign. And what are they calling this now? Get ready for a new phrase. It's changed. Um... Gross motor instability. That's the new word, or new phrase. Gross motor instability. You know what this is? Eyeball test. Gross motor instability. The eyeball test. You know, you used to go into the, <laughs> under the hood or wherever they went, concussion protocol. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, pass test, pass test. All right, let's go. Now they're going to look at you and go, nope. No, 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 you don't look good. Wobbly. Gross motor instability. Instability. What does that mean? It means you got your bell rung. You're woozy. Cobwebs. Shaking it off. You're out. Out. You better show no physical signs of concussion. It used to be, can you pass the test? Can you pass the eyeball test? 
Okay, okay. One, can you count to ten? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, okay. What quarter is it? What's the score? What those things? Don't forget that. Now doctors are gonna look at you and go, it no out. Players want this. Good for them. NFL says, hold on, let's look at this a little bit. Now, will this be implemented? Of course it will be. You bet it will be. Should have been from the get-go? Probably. I'm telling you, though, this is one of these things, and I'm glad protecting guys. I get it. I can't wait for the first guy to whew, get knocked around a little bit. And they go, all right, you're done, out. And then players walking around in the fourth quarter. I can go back in, I can go back in. Fans are going to be screaming. This is not as just simple as yes or no. It's not. It's really not. And what the NFL is telling the players associates like, we may already have these rules in place, gang. Just kind of hold on here a bit. Hold hold on here a bit. We may already have this done. We go down this path and we agree to this. We have independent doctors and independent doctors in the sidelines like, oh, no, out. Come on, out. I'm fine. Out, out. Do you put them back in then? If you yank somebody out for, wait wait for it, gross motor instability. Is gross motor instability a game breaker? Like, with what happened with Tua, obviously needed to come out and not come back in. But you know as well as I do, you've seen people that have had, boom, okay. Ooh, their eyes are moving back and forth. Aaron Rodgers a couple years ago on the sideline, Joe Flacco, guys that got lit up pretty bad. Okay, we're going to take you out now. If you get kind of jostled around a little bit in the first quarter and you're, whew, shaking your head as you're coming off. This is where the NFL Players Association and the NFL are not agreeing, right? The NFL Players Association said, any gross motor instability, they come out. The Players Association wants that, and I get it. If you're the NFL, you're like, if you want this, that's fine, but we're going to try to protect you from you because, listen, if that's the case, and I brought this up in the past, let's say that it's a cold-weather day. And it's the AFC championship and the Chiefs are playing the Bills, which we're probably going to get anyway, right? And let's say Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen gets hit in the first quarter and boom, they hit their head on the frozen turf somewhere. And either of them gets up and gives you that, oh, the eyes are blinking, they're looking up and they're kind of shaking their head. Is that gross motor instability? Are you done for the day now? That's what, that's what, it's like, what's wrong with the NFL? That The NFL's like, wait, 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 are you sure you want to do this? Let's let, let's let's look at this before we you want to implement this is fine. The NFL's protecting their product too, right? So pay attention to this one as we go forward here. The NFL, I'm not gonna jump on the NFL on this. Look, a lot of people like to dog pile on the NFL. I I'm one of those that I don't outside with management. I'm the last guy that does that, even though I am management. I'm like, well, be careful here. Be careful. You sure you want to do this? It's the save by the bell rule, right? The episode where they're in the military for some reason, ROTC. And Zach picks the teams and the drill instructor says, these teams fair? Yep. He's like, okay, then switch as captains. You can go captain that team. What team's bad? They're full of dorks. You picked them. It kind of protects you from you, right? We'll see. By the way, does that mean smelling salts are done? I don't know. This will be interesting as it goes forward here. From that to this, let's pivot into at least money, college football. Pac-12 doesn't get a deal done. We're working with Fox, working with what ESPN and Fox, or what, what they're trying to get a deal done. Don't get one done. So now what? Look, if I'm a network, I'm not doing a deal with the Pac-12 anyway. Even, even no way. Why am I going to do USC and UCLA are gone? If I get a deal done with the Pac-12 and the Big 12 raids you, do I still have to pay it? No, I need to see what you're going to do, Pac-12. 
Good for Fox to go, no, we're not doing this. I've said it. I'll say it again. I think Fox should get with the SEC and create a Monday night football package. I think it would be glorious. I would love to see. Think about this. Where would Fox better invest their money? A $700 million a year deal with the Pac-12 with USC and UCLA leaving? Or would Fox be better off investing six or $700 million in a Monday night SEC football package? Could you imagine a Monday night football to start the year? And you could think about what week one, Florida, Tennessee, <laughs> week two, Alabama, Arkansas, week three. See how much fun you could have with this? Oklahoma, or, you know, we'll save Texas and Oklahoma for rivalry week, or at least this, this week, right? It's this, it's this weekend. Oh, you can't have the Red River rivalry on. Monday night? All right, fine. You can keep that on Saturday if you want. Saturday at noon at the fairgrounds. Fine. Week three. Texas A&M. Then Arkansas. You can have so much fun with this. Imagine what a Monday night football SEC package would look like. So, of course. But I'm not talking about that. Get that done. Somebody get that done. We have college football on Wednesday. We have MAC football on Wednesday. MAC and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think we can do the SEC on Monday night. It'd be awesome. Anyway. Uh, Pac-12. <laughs> look. No. Now the Pac-12, look, USC, UCLA, USC, UCLA losing. It's like, okay, bye. What do we got to get in here instead? Well, who could you really add? We've talked about this, right? If you are the Pac-12 and you lose the LA market, you got to try to get back into the LA market somehow. You could add San Diego State if you wanted to. It didn't really give you the LA market, but at least it gives you San Diego. Is there anything in Los Angeles that you can add? That's a big hole, isn't it? You got to hold on to Cal and Stanford. You're worried about the Big Ten raiding them. If you get the Pac-12 together, you go, okay, if you choose to leave this conference, it's a $150 million buyout. But you start doing that to certain schools, they're going to go, we're going to leave right now anyway. You're going to try to throw that garbage at us. So this is very delicate if you're the Pac-12. I wrote down four teams that will stabilize it. Four teams that will stabilize it. TCU, Baylor, UNLV, Oklahoma State. By USC, by UCLA, welcome UNLV, Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU. UNLV just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're going to tell me that, oh, you can't add UNLV. It's not Oregon State compared to UNLV. Come on. You want to get into UNLV's TV market as much as possible going forward. By USC, by UCLA. The Pac-12 said, okay, we're going to add Oklahoma State. Uh, look, you, scrap Baylor. No, give me a, what about Texas Tech? Lubbock's not a big enough TV market. Baylor? Oklahoma State, TCU, UNLV. And then the Big 12 becomes kind of like this more of a basketball conference than a football one, but they still have teams in here, and I don't know what you do if you're the Big 12 then, but I'm not negotiating with the Pac-12 until they at least add some stability and add some football brands. You don't have to add all football brands. And save me the Oklahoma State so far away for crying out loud, the Big Ten's going to be traveling from what? <laughs> Rutgers in New York City to Los Angeles with UCLA. Stop it. BYU compared to what? UCF now in the Big 12? Big 12's got BYU, the mountains, UCF, Disney. What else do we have? Miami, Boston College, ACC. Even the SEC has what? Texas. All the way across to Gainesville. Come on. Swing it. Good try. But come on. Come on. So, anyway. 
that's how I look at that. I'm not touching that conference, and I just gave you some options. And if you don't get a deal done, nobody's going to do a big deal with you. But if you're Fox, take that money that you would have spent on the Pac-12, do a Monday Night Football package with the SEC. Each school gets about, what, $700 million divided by 16 gets you what? See? Extra $40 million per school a year? It's about the going rate. And I just took the – look, I'm going small on this. I basically did what the NFL is doing, and I just basically chopped it up into thirds. Probably get more than that. All right. Can't compete with the NFL on Monday night? Yeah, you're right. Can't compete with Monday Do it on Thursday night, right? Put, compete against each other. I'm competing against one football game on Monday night as opposed to competing against 10 in my time slot on Saturday. Smart. Be smart. All right. Wanted to wrap with this. Baseball. Um, a little baseball bump and grind. Baseball got a bump this year in certain aspects. Baseball had, ready for this, eight cities where consumption and eyeballs, money, ticket sales go up. 8% or 8%. Eight teams saw an increase. 22 didn't. Now those 22 only make up four. I want to make sure I get this right. Down 6%. Baseball. Major League Baseball down in attendance 6%. Eight kind of... Look, your markets that are good, your big markets went up. Look, Boston wasn't any good this year. Baltimore was better. So, okay, that did a little bit. The Cubs, eh, didn't help you. Dodgers, good. Angels, eh. See, so baseball is one of these things that's kind of tricky. Because small markets hurt you in baseball more than any other sport. Small markets being good. If the Yankees are bad and the Royals are good, that hurts more than any other sport. Don't believe me? Think about just the size of markets. Royals good. Yankees bad. Think about what that does for baseball. Now, ready for this? Chiefs good. Jets bad. See, football, football's kind of immune to this a little bit. It is, isn't it, a little bit? It is. So, I, baseball, look, baseball's major league attendance going down 6%, that stings. That stings. But there's a logical explanation to this. Minor league baseball's attendance went down 25%, and everybody, from 2019 now, right? These are from 2019 numbers, because 2021 had COVID to start. It got pushed back, right? So you really can't count that 2021 season. 2020, pff, forget it. 2019 is what they're comparing it to. Full season, full season. Well, minor league baseball attendance went down 25% to 2019. But minor league baseball teams got cut from 160 to 120. So minor league baseball lost 25% of its teams. Well, its attendance went down 25%. Yeah, real, pff, no, you know what, Sherlock? Of course it went down 25%. You took away 25% of the teams. Of course attendance went down 25%. Minor league baseball uh, consumption fell from 41 million to 31 million. Oh my, what happened? Well, you took 160 teams and made them 120 teams. You cut 40 minor league baseball teams from rookie ball all the way up to triple A. Of course, attendance went down. That's easy. That's for, you know, cut 25% of the teams, attendance goes down 25%. Okay, makes sense. Consolidating will eventually be a smart thing for minor league baseball. Major league baseball, on the other hand, down 6%. Why? Red Sox weren't any good. Cubs really weren't that good this year. Tigers, awful. Awful. Oakland really doesn't matter. I mean, at the 
Well, the Mariners were good. Yeah, they they were good for them, right? And I just look around the league, and you look at teams. The Dodgers are good, fantastic. Padres are good, fan made the playoffs, good. Expanded postseason will help. It will. Just through watching the first weekend set of games here, the atmospheres in those places have been fantastic. Best two out of three to start. I love this. I love this new format. Love it. So we'll see how this all shakes out. But I'm not pan- baseball attendance. Baseball is the one sport where you need your big boys to be there more than anything else. Now, football, I'm telling, don't get me wrong. If you had a Cowboys Packers NFC championship game and <laughs> I mean, Steelers Chiefs, you're going to do fine. You're going to be great. You're going to be in great shape. Steelers Bills are going to be in great shape. But if you had a Pirates, think about it. See, you start to substitute baseball teams in those same football markets. It's just different, right? Basketball, look, you need big brands in basketball too. You just do. But basketball's growing in that 18 to 25-year-old demographic so fast that they, like Memphis with John Moran in the finals, people still gravitate towards that. If you had like John Moran, if you had the Pelicans and the Grizzlies hooking up in the postseason, that would still be interesting because it's such a star-driven league. Don't get me wrong. You still want the Lakers. You still want those teams around. But basketball's consumed from coast to coast. Baseball's not. Baseball's consumed in pockets, with the exception of the big boys. So what's the solution here? Baseball's attendance is down 6%. Solution is, how do you make the Red Sox better? How do you make... It's okay if every two or three years one of these small teams does well, and you want them to be able to hold on to their marquee guys as much as they can. You, you do. Does baseball need more revenue sharing? Yes. Do they need to balance the skills? Yes. Does baseball need a salary cap? Yes, 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 yes. More exposure? Yes. Three and a half hour commitment every night. That's kind of tough. But baseball's attendance was down this year because the Cubs and the Red Sox and the Tigers and some other decent sized city teams, at least some tradition rich teams, weren't any good. Harpod Sports, the bar, podcast, media, audio, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harfon Sports, Twitter at Harfon Sports, Instagram, Harfon Sports, Auditory Route, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Harfon Sports, YouTube channel, The Bar, Harfon Sports, Facebook page, and of course, HarfonSports.com. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.